This is the All Pro Wrestling 100 Podcast. Special introduction episode. This is the episode where we explain what makes the All Pro Wrestling 100 Podcast a little bit different than the hundreds and hundreds of other pro wrestling podcasts you could be spending your time listening to right now. Now, if you've listened to any of our other episodes, or you hope to catch up on some pro wrestling news with our podcast in the future, I'm going to warn you now, this is going to be a different episode. This is going to be a more casual episode, probably a little more fluid and a little less polished. We're going to have music throughout. And in this episode, I'm going to introduce you to what makes this podcast different, what you can expect from this podcast in the future if you continue to subscribe and tune in. And I'm going to tell you about the other podcasts that I listened to. Initially, I had planned on doing an introduction to All Pro Wrestling 100 and then a a separate special segment or special episode about other podcasts you could be listening to and an overall review of each one, kind of a, a summary of what I've found about each of these podcasts and maybe on a star system. Uh, four stars is great, one star it totally sucks. But instead, I find it impossible to explain to you why you should be listening to this podcast without explaining to you some of the things that differentiate this one from the others. Now, I'm going to talk about podcasts some of which you've probably never heard of, some of which some of you, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're going to listen to some of them that I'm talking about. Every one of you listens to different podcasts, but the fact that you're listening to this means you listen to pro wrestling podcasts. So I may not talk about every one that you listen to, and you may not listen to every one of these that I'm going to talk about tonight, but some of them I talk about you currently listen to or you have listened to. So based on my opinions of those, you can kind of, Think about your own experience. Think about what you've heard when you've listened to them, what you've hoped to hear, uh, and then maybe it'll help you contrast so that you can expect what you get here with me. So let's jump into this here. What, What do I do that differentiates me from the average consumer of pro wrestling? Well, I'm going to tell you what my schedule looks like right now with this pro wrestling because uh, I went ahead and made a schedule for this podcast, and in that I also had to make a schedule for what I'm watching. So take, take a look at this. Impact, 11 hours a month. WWE, 23 hours a month. AEW, 18 hours a month, and that includes Dynamite, Dark, and pay-per-views. 10 hours a month on Ring of Honor coverage. I do eight podcasts that I'm currently subscribed to, and I do randoms each week. One-offs that I'll just go check in with, kind of get uh, updated and refreshed as to what their style is and what they're doing these days, just checking in. But I'm doing 25 to 30 podcasts a week, just about pro wrestling. That comes out to 100 to 120 a month, in addition, of course, to all the, the televised wrestling that I'm watching. Now, currently, I have downloaded copies of every episode of What Happened When, Grill and JR, uh, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. Uh, what Happened When is Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Grill and JR was... JR when it started, Jim Ross. Now it's Conrad Thompson and Jim Ross. 83 weeks is Eric Bischoff and Conrad Thompson. We're going to talk specifically about Conrad Thompson uh, during this podcast. Bruce Pritchard, I'm currently getting caught up on. Listen to about half of that. Now, my point is, uh, I've downloaded these because over time, I've noticed Conrad's going through and Tony's going through and they're making edits. I'd rather have them as they were when they're released, so I'm downloading them. I've got folders filled with random episodes of Talk is Jericho and the Stone Cold Podcast, as well as a few others that are ran by or hosted by a celebrity pro wrestler. Uh, I've got a ridiculous collection of shoot interviews from before everybody and their brother had a podcast, from 
you name it, kayfabe confidential. Just just go look up uh, shoot interviews over the last 20 years. There's a handful of people. Hannibal does some. Uh, I, I've got a ridiculous collection of shoot interviews. Uh, none of this makes me an expert, but I have a breadth of knowledge. I'm old enough to remember WCW Saturday Night when it was a program, not a company. I remember Tony Schiavone standing in a tiny studio that now looks very similar to what Billy Corgan's using with NWA. I've been around, I've stayed a fan of pro wrestling through most of that time in my life, and through the eras that I haven't been a fan, I've been able to catch up through things like the WWE Network and, and YouTube. Uh, let's talk a little bit about a professionally produced podcast. Uh, the music you're hearing in the background right now, it's my music. The music you hear on every one of these is my music. There have been times in my life where I've been in bands, and so bands recorded rock music. I wrote all of it. It's mine. I own the copyright on it. This year, I recorded this last year. I produced this. I made some soundscapes. I'm able to use these now for this podcast. Before I knew I was going to have a pro wrestling podcast, I was making music. So I'm not stealing people's music and pulling a Paul Heyman, and later on somebody's going to come sue me. I just had other hobbies and other talents and other interests, and I'm helping use them to cross over now. So when you hear music here, it's either music I have the rights to that I got in packages for journalism and, and audio production, or it's music that I myself have written and produced, like what we're listening to today and what we normally use for the intro to the All Pro Wrestling 100 podcast. And by normally, I mean for the first 12 episodes. This is episode 13. We're not going to date this episode. This will kind of be the, hey, start here. If you want to introduce this podcast to anybody in the future that you might know, tell them to start here. Uh, we got our music. We, we know how to normalize and level our volumes. How many times have you listened to a podcast from somebody whose opinion you really want to hear, and one moment they're screaming and the next moment they're mumbling, and you can't leave the room without having to turn up or down your TV or your cell phone or, or your, your home assistant because they're not producers. They're not content creators. Their name was made rolling around with another man in a ring. It was not made on the radio or with electronic equipment and production equipment. So what you're listening to is, is somebody's hobby that they're asking you to pay for in a lot of cases. And ideally, this is entertainment, and it's audible, yet it's unpleasant to listen to. And, and since we're talking about professionally produced, look, it's not like they're all scrubs. Conrad Thompson, who we're going to talk about uh, throughout this podcast, he has five or six of the most successful wrestling podcasts ever organized. He has a network of them adfreeshows.com. Check it out. At least that's where it is right now. If you listen to this podcast uh, in the future, I'm sure he will have moved it to a new domain and a, and a new URL that's more advantageous for him then. But that's where it's parked right now, adfreeshows.com. And he runs a podcast with Jim Ross, where Jim Ross regularly, and I mean every couple weeks, it's as if he's having a heart attack in the midst of the podcast. They don't go back and post-produce it and clean it up. And, and it's like he's eating the microphone. You hear him wheezing. It's it's real. It's as if he, he might be birthing the alien from that scene from Alien with Sigourney Weaver where the alien comes out of the guy, right? You think the guy's okay. He's having dinner on the ship and you think everything's all right. And he's like, I'm going to have me a Moscow mule or whatever the guy's talking about on the ship, right? And then he's got his cowboy hat and then he goes in the other room and an alien comes out of his stomach. He bursts the alien out of his stomach, right? Through his rib cage. That's what JR sounds like he's doing sometimes on Grill and JR, and Conrad can't do anything about it because he respects JR too much to complain. Well, listen, I'm not going to birth the alien in my podcast. You're not going to hear me eat the microphone and wheeze at you and talk about my Bell's palsy and, and birth the alien on my podcast instead. And, and I'll tell you this, because I can't predict the future, maybe 
I will birth an alien. And maybe it will happen during my podcast, but if it does, I'll post-produce it out so that you guys don't have to hear me birth an alien. And I promise no matter how hungry I get, I won't eat the microphone and leave it on the tape. All right, we'll, we'll edit that out so that you don't have to hear the alien birth that I hear every two weeks when JR comes on and talks about how happy he is to be living in Jacksonville on the beach, and then all of a sudden there's an alien birthing. You never know where it's coming. JR's painting a picture with words like only JR can with that southern accent and the kind of out half his mouth, and I've gotten so comfortable listening to this that it, it could, it's, it's peaceful to me. And then he births an alien into the microphone. So we are professionally produced. We won't have too many pops and hisses, and we'll never birth the alien. And you won't have to constantly adjust the volume on whatever you're listening to because you wanted to listen to a pro wrestling podcast and not go deaf. All right, so get that out of the way. I could go, listen, I'm going to give one or two examples for each of these bullet points of differentiations that I'd like to give. I'm not going to to completely dog out every podcast that I listen to. I love these podcasts. It's why I listen to them. I've given JR thousands of hours of my life over the last 30 years. I love the guy. I don't want to hear him birth the alien every two weeks. Okay, and I'm not going to make you all listen to that either. I will listen to JR birth the alien in case you don't have time to. And I'll report on the other things he might say when he's not birthing the alien. Okay, so moving on. Uh, call me crazy. Uh, but I like pro wrestling in 2020, and I liked it in 2019 and 2018. I like pro wrestling. Throughout my life, I've liked pro wrestling. So one thing you're not going to hear in this podcast is me tell you how terrible everything in pro wrestling is every week. I don't boo Roman Reigns. Okay, I don't do that. Because Roman Reigns is a great talent and a great world champion. And he loves pro wrestling, and he's dedicated to it. And for every guy that a supermark will tell you was a better world champion than Roman Reigns, half those guys had character flaws that at times you'd point to them and say, that wasn't what was best for the business. Roman Reigns usually makes the decision that's best for the business. I mean, and the guy even tackled leukemia. How do you hate Roman? How do you boo John Cena? Seriously, how do you boo John Cena? You can get tired of seeing John Cena, but how do you boo John Cena? I don't know. So I, I like pro wrestling. And I'm not a supermarket, and I don't hate pro wrestling. Steve Austin, he hates the current product. I, I resent seeing Steve Austin show up on TV the four times every, I don't know, decade that he shows up. And watching him, for Vince's sake, pretend to care about the current product. Because if you listen to Steve's podcast long enough for him to get a couple drinks in him, or even on the days where he just wakes up on the wrong side of the, the cot out on his ranch, he's going to tell you all about how the current product sucks. He'll tell you in great detail. And then he'll go back to talking about college football or something he enjoys. But I like pro wrestling. So on this podcast, you're going to hear pro wrestling. All pro wrestling, only pro wrestling. And I will try to put a positive spin on it. I'm going to, be, I'm going to try to be entertaining. I'm going, to, I'm going to shoot on some people. I'm going to call out some, some BS in a PG family-friendly way. But I'm not going to drag down the industry with constant negativity because I actually enjoy it. That's why I'm doing this podcast. This podcast is entirely free. I'm not asking you to buy anything. And on most of the distribution channels I have, it's also ad-free. So if you happen to be listening to my podcast right now and you're hearing ads, check around. I know Stitcher says they're running ads, but I have distribution channels with no ads right now. So I'm not making any money that people don't donate to me through a tip jar in my podcast host. I'm not Dave Meltzer. Uh, I'm not going to charge you to read my opinions and then print things that aren't true. And I, because I'm not making money to give you opinions, I don't have to print things that aren't true. 
I don't have to record audio and tell you all about a, a rumor and speak as if I have some authority on it when it turns out to be completely false and then just pretend I never said it because I'm not on a subscription basis. I don't need to drive subscriptions or I lose my house, okay? And when people are charging and people are selling huge amounts of ads for their podcast, you have to wonder, is what they're giving you really good information or is it the information they need to give you in order to sell their podcast? Could be two totally different things. And since we're talking about differentiating this podcast from others, all of Conrad Thompson's podcasts have about 20 to 30 minutes of ads in them. And that is a crazy amount of ads. And when I tune into a podcast and I'm busy driving my car and I don't have the resources to fast forward, I, I don't want to listen to the same amount of ads that I'm going to get in a, in a network television show. I don't want that. It doesn't seem right. So you don't have any ads on this podcast right now. And so I think zero versus 20 to 25 minutes per episode, I'd lean towards zero. As I said, I like pro wrestling, but I'm not a pro wrestling politician, and I'm not a pro wrestling booker, and I'm not a pro wrestling supermark. So I want to give some examples of some people that are and why you're not going to hear that kind of podcast here. So let's start with Eric Bischoff, Bruce Pritchard, and every wrestler who has a podcast right now and does not have a Hall of Fame ring on their finger from the WWE, uh, these guys are positioning themselves and angling with everything they say and everything they do on their podcast, hoping for future employment or checks from the WWE, a future position with AEW, uh, a prestigious booking role in the hot new indie. But these guys are lobbying and they're playing politics even today. And some of these guys are career pro wrestling politicians. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm just calling it like I see it. They, Eric Bischoff is a career pro wrestling politician. That, that's it. Okay, and when you listen to his podcast, Bruce Pritchard as well. When you listen to these guys' podcasts, a lot of the opinions they give are not for your benefit. And they're not for the benefit of the truth. They're for the benefit of a resume they're hoping to put together and hoping that this segment of this particular episode might be the five minutes that Vince or Hunter or somebody at Titan Sports in Stanford, Connecticut at the Tower might be hearing that'll put them over in the conversations at the boardroom and get them a job. And uh, there's none of that here. I'm never going to get a job in Stanford. And although I try to keep this PG-13, I'm not a politician. So the opinions I give are based in pro wrestling history, pro wrestling knowledge, and I don't know, the love of this hobby, uh, not uh, hopeful future employment. Uh, supermarks can't discern between the business of pro wrestling and their passion. And so, uh, it, you know, they, they talk about their opinions and what they'd like to see. It's usually completely irrational. They can't be objective. They fantasize. They fantasy book. And I'm going to go ahead and call out a few. We got What Culture Wrestling. I love these guys. I subscribe to these guys. They're one of the eight I subscribe to. They post 10, 15 podcasts a week. Uh, but these guys sometimes, uh, they fantasy book. And they're clouded by their fandom. And the, the word fanatic implies an irrational exuberance for something. Uh, you're not rational in your love of this thing, and they are obviously supermarks. And between their trust in Dave Meltzer and their just blind love of pro wrestling, uh, forsaking all logic, sometimes they'll say things that are blatantly not true, and they're proven untrue six days later, and they just try to pretend it never happened. You won't have that here. 
I'm going to talk later about how we do retractions on this show, and we already have, so you can go back and find some, but I am not a supermark. Okay, I don't have a closet full of t-shirts. I don't go to events every time they're in my town. And you're never going to hear about me going to sit on Podcast Row WrestleMania week. That ain't going to happen. I don't want to hang out with a bunch of supermarks. I don't want to sit at a folding table and sign autographs for people that shouldn't be asking me for an autograph. Look, man, you, I don't, I don't want to meet the people that go to Podcast Row. No offense. No offense. I don't, you guys don't want my autograph. You should never want my autograph. Not today. Not if you're listening to this 10 years from now. Nobody, nobody should be asking for my autograph based on a podcast I do. All right, so I don't need to sit. I don't need to travel to where WrestleMania is and pay too much for a dirty hotel room uh, to show that I'm a fan of wrestling and that my podcast is relevant. I don't think so. I don't kiss the ring of uh, guys with huge wrestling podcasts or Vince McMahon. I just like pro wrestling. And I'm going to be talking about this to the people in my life one way or another, so I might as well talk into a microphone and post this thing through podcast channels. It makes my opinion a little more valid at the water cooler, you know. I'll be kept honest, you know, my podcasts are never a sales pitch for future event appearances or, uh, you know, Conrad Thompson is a booker now. He books and produces events based on pro wrestling. StarCast is a huge event. Uh, Conrad Thompson, if you look at, at one of his StarCast events, the man books more big names than Vince McMahon books for certain events. I mean, it's crazy the the cast of characters and the props. And I mean, Conrad Thompson is a promoter. He owns the big gold belt. He owns what I consider to be the the original world title. What Ric Flair called this is the ideal world title. He owns the world title. So this guy is not just a podcast host. And when he talks to you and he puts over a wrestler. You never know if he's putting over Joey Janela because Joey Janela is such a great wrestler. Obviously not his physique. You never know if he's putting over Joey Janela because he's a great wrestler because Joey's paying him to promote some stupid book. Or, or there's some independent book publisher that's paying him to promote a book about Joey Janela and he's got some deal and he's got friends in AEW. And look, I love AEW. And I love Conrad's podcast, but I listen to certain things that are said there with a grain of salt. And unfortunately, not everybody that tunes into a pro wrestling podcast has the same amount of experience listening to Mark's talk and promoter's talk that I have. I know a promoter trying to sell me something when I hear it. Where's the sales pitch? If you ain't selling something, stop talking. You got to cut to cut that promo over again because you're not selling anything. Listen to Conrad sometimes. It's all about the t-shirts. It's all about the mortgages. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. But sometimes I just want to lay back and listen to a podcast without all of the cognitive dissonance created by somebody trying to pry into my brain and sell me something. Go look that up, folks. Cognitive dissonance. We say this every episode. We are all pro wrestling and only pro wrestling. I feel like I, I owe you guys an explanation. If you would like barbecue sauce and mustard recommendations, you're going to have to go to Grill and JR for that. Okay, because we don't do that. We're all pro wrestling and only pro wrestling. If you want to talk about the Oklahoma football program for the first 12 minutes of a podcast if you want to hear that you got to tune into jr because i don't do that uh if you want to hear an interview with the bass player for slayer that 80s hair band that i can't name one song by or if you want to hear sebastian bach who sang for skid row and then worked on the gilmore girls for four years if you want to hear long interviews where those guys get drunk throughout the show and talk about what it's like being on a tour bus in their favorite diner in allentown then listen to the Jericho Talk is Jericho podcast. Chris Jericho is great at hosting one of the top rated wrestling podcasts 
and then spending 90 minutes getting drunk and talking about everything in the world except pro wrestling. I think where I drew the line was when Jericho gave me the review of his favorite toilet paper. I said, look, man, this ain't pro wrestling. No, that's not true. Jericho never, he never reviewed toilet paper that I heard. But I did hear Sebastian Bach, and I did hear, I've heard so many interviews with guys from 80s bands, Duff McKagan talking about hedge funds and investment tips. I Look, I love Guns N' Roses. I like Duff McKagan. I, I always thought Duff had good taste in, uh, in tattoos. But the guy with the cool tattoos is not who I go to for investment advice. Thanks, Jericho. Listen, if you want to talk about, I don't know, Texas land speculation, you want to hear somebody talk about Texas college football history or alcohol or anger or sadness or spite, Steve Austin has a podcast for you. He does. Steve Austin is really good at turning any subject into a promo that leaves you feeling a little awkward and leaves him angry and probably a little sad. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for that, if you're looking for... A little bit of pro wrestling peppered with a whole lot of other stuff mixed with a spike cocktail. Steve Austin's got something for you. I don't have any of that, okay? This is all pro wrestling and only pro wrestling here. If you're looking for MMA talk, you need to go talk to Meltzer or you need to go watch the MMA. Because sometimes they'll tune into Meltzer's podcast and all Meltzer talks about for 90 straight minutes is MMA for wrestling fans. No, dude, that's MMA for MMA fans. Okay? And, and if he makes shit up about the MMA the way he does about pro wrestling to that degree, then it's all unlistenable. But anyway, okay, moving on. If you're looking for a morning zoo in an era where Howard Stern moved to satellite radio a decade ago and you just, you just can't find that, that fun-loving, talking-over-each-other guys and girls mixing it up with inside jokes and using pronouns and never identifying each other and never telling the listener what they're talking about, where you got to tune in every week or you don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's the PW Torch. I don't know what the hell happened to Wade Keller, but that's the PW Torch podcast. There are times you'll tune in to the PW Torch and you will hear no pro wrestling for the first 10 minutes. But you'll hear some goofy morning zoo talk because it's as if they all grew up listening to shitty FM radio, and this is what they think a talk program is supposed to be. And it's not. This is a professionally produced podcast, and it is all pro wrestling and is only pro wrestling. So now that we've gotten those differentiations out of the way, if you're looking for any of that stuff, barbecue, mustard, Sebastian Bach, Texas land speculation, the MMA, or a morning zoo, you're going to have to look at some other, quote, pro wrestling podcasts, unquote. We don't do that here. Okay. Podcast fundamentally are entertainment. Now, when you tune in to hear Arn Anderson's podcast with Conrad Thompson or J.J. Dillon, these guys are going to put you to sleep, and I'm not kidding. This is for real. I heard some jokes made about J.J. Dillon's podcast. Uh, Conrad made some jokes about it. And Conrad's no better with Double A. I, mean, I love Arn Anderson, and he's got great stories, but when you want to hear a story about the night that Arn and Oli took down the Rock and Roll Express in a, in a cage match, and, and, and it was bloody, and there was a ton of heat. Arn's, he's going to tell you about the match, and he's going to tell you about the interior of the car that they rented and took to the town. And you're going to fall asleep if you're a normal human being, and you're going to wake up, 
and Arn is still going to be talking, but he's still not going to be to the show. It's as if you're on the road trip and you fought a match with Arn in the last town and you're really tired and you're in a car with Arn and he keeps talking and he's just putting you to sleep with that Arn Anderson monotone and you go to sleep and Marty Lindy, when you wake up, he's still talking and now he's talking about the diner and that they stopped at after that town and how he feels about the way his food digested and you realize that, yes, you care about pro wrestling, but you might not care about it this much because there's other things that you want to do in life. Like, I don't know, eat or go to the bathroom or just not listen to R and talk about the diner and the gas station from 1986. So J.J. Uh, Dillon will put you to sleep and you might never wake up again. If J.J. gets going uh, about like his preparations for the War Games match back in the day, you just may never wake up. You may wake up and it's way in the future and all your family's dead and all you can remember is that J.J. was telling you some story and don't do that to yourself. There's a lot of pro wrestling podcasts out there, but some people just aren't entertainers. Some people aren't broadcasters. You know, the first thing I did when I decided I wanted to have a pro wrestling podcast is I went and bought a textbook on broadcasting. Yeah, and it's hard to find. And when you go Amazon or eBay one, there aren't that many and there aren't that many good ones and they cost a lot of money. Now, since we love pro wrestling, and we try to hold this to some journalistic integrity here, there are certain things that we just don't do, okay? We will not post and we will not report on completely unsubstantiated rumors just because one other source in pro wrestling or on the internet posted it, and it's salacious, and I think, you know, might think that it's going to get people to click and listen to my podcast. I'm not going to do that. And now I'm going to call some people out. So what culture? We mentioned them earlier. What culture will use clickbait titles and headlines and even clickbait subtitles on multiple postings per day, sometimes five per day, of completely unsubstantiated rumors, and they will word things in an even more salacious and clickbait style to get people to come there. And when they're wrong, when six days later or two weeks later it's proven that these things haven't actually come to fruition and materialize, they never say a word. They've moved on to the next rumor because... Their hero, Dave Meltzer, prints speculation all the time. And because people pay for it, and he's not guaranteeing any of this, you know, look, he's printing what people tell him. He has sources, we're to believe. So since he has sources for four out of five things, the one out of five that he makes up and uses intuitive judgment based on knowledge of the industry, a lot of times he's right. Sometimes he's wrong. And what culture can't tell the difference because they're supermarks and they don't print retractions? I've had 12 episodes of this podcast. I've already printed a retraction. I've already went on the record, on audio, about a mistake I made in uh, Buddy Murphy and Alexa Bliss's relationship. Because I think it matters. Because people are going to listen to your podcast, and they're going to take the things you say, and they're going to go talk about it with their friends, and you're going to influence other people's reputations who you've never met. Because what? You wanted to post a little clickbait to make your sponsor happy? That Your Raycon earphone sponsor? Come on, man. Give me a break. So we don't post unsubstantiated rumors here. It's irresponsible. There's another thing we won't be doing here. And and this is going to upset some people, so I'm going to turn down the music. I'm going to turn down the music. We're going to be serious for a moment. Uh, We don't cover NXT here. I'm going to let that sink in. We don't cover NXT here. Listen, I also don't cover the NBA Europe or minor league baseball or college NCAA wrestling or the XFL. Not going to cover any of that here either. But here's the real reason I'm not going to cover NXT. 
It's not that NXT is Ohio Valley Wrestling and that nobody would have covered that in a podcast except Jim Cornette. No, that's not the reason. The reason is that as long as Vince McMahon is going to use his minor league wrestling developmental territory to counter-program AEW and try to prevent competition and hold on to a chokehold monopoly that he's had over this industry since he bought what was left of WCW for $2 million back in the day, yeah. Uh, As long as he's using NXT like it's no more than a prop, then I'm not going to cover it. It's not good for the athletes. It's not good for the talent to not have a place to learn. All your learning is done publicly. You're not allowed to make real mistakes. A real mistake in WWE development ends up on a pay-per-view if it's in a big moment. You end up screwing up somebody else's career and it's forever documented. But this is not paying their dues. You're taking these sports and fitness models in some cases and you're putting them through a minor league. It's a television show. It's a television product. It gets huge viewership. That's not practice, and that's not training, and it's not fair. And to counter-program AEW means you don't care about your own athlete's well-being. What you care more about than their well-being and development, which later strengthens your Monday and Friday night product, what you care more about is stifling somebody else's product so that you never have to deal with topics like labor unions and contract disputes and free agency that matters. And you're going to point, and you can say if you're a WWE apologist or if you've worked for the company, you're going to point and say, well, it's a free market system, and of course there's competition. There, As long as there's a second and a third and a fourth wrestling company, there's more wrestling companies now than there's ever been. Yeah, and there's more disparity between the guy on top and the guy in second or third place right now than there's ever been. AEW has stepped up. They're a legitimate number two because they're backed by a guy that owns an NFL football team. But before that, we had nothing. We had Impact and Ring of Honor since 2001. Don't tell me that there's good competition. If there was, Vince wouldn't get so upset about his talent going out there and creating a following on Twitch. Give me a break. Everybody's favorite WWE child, Edge, went out and leveraged the market and got an offer from AEW. I don't know if everybody knows that. Edge went to AEW and took a meeting and took an offer after everything the WWE did for him. That is why Vince puts NXT on against AEW and tries to crush it. Because Vince doesn't want to deal with that. Well, Vince, if you were a better boss, and it was truly a family, like you say it is, then your guys wouldn't be going to AEW to get that initial offer anyway. So it's not AEW's fault that there needs to be a more level playing field between the ownership and the talent. That has nothing to do with AEW. You've had 20 years to work this out since you crushed WCW and you never did it. So I'm not going to watch NXT, and if you're a real wrestling fan, I'll tell you, like I've told supposed real wrestling fans that I've met in my life and that I know personally. If you're a real wrestling fan, you'll stop watching NXT. Vince is lucky we watch his primetime network programming that he puts his own brand on. If he's not willing to put these guys on his premiere program or his B-show, then I'm not willing to watch them right now. And in case you're wondering and you're throwing guys up like Finn Balor, Finn Balor never belonged on the main card. There you go. There's my opinion on NXT and there's why we're not covering them. I'm very passionate about it. And by the way, I would like to put a postscript on this. I'm aware that there's some really talented people in NXT, and I think it's terrible that Vince signs some of these people to $60,000 or $70,000 contracts and then doesn't do anything with them and keeps them locked away in his little company. I think Tommaso Ciampa should be up top. I think Killer Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux should be up top. I think Velveteen Dream should have been brought up based on his ability and his personality a while back, but I don't know if he's mature enough yet for the main roster. Again, 
if he's not mature enough yet for the main roster, why is he on primetime television on a major cable network on a prime spot? Why is he competing against guys that are ready for television on AEW? Come on, you can't have it both ways. So I think there are people down there that I would like to see, but out of principle and out of a desire to see what's best for pro wrestling, I'm not going to watch that program. I'm busy watching a lot of others. So let's get back to the music. I was messing that. No more seriousness here. We're running this podcast like a business, folks, and, and that's what we'll talk about next. I'm spending time every week trying to expand the reach of this thing to make it a little better. And, and I have not only a weekly and a monthly schedule for production, I have a yearly schedule. And on that schedule, there are things planned for each month that will make the show better behind the scenes that you're not going to see. We're going to be adding drops that are pro wrestling centric so that it's a more entertaining and a fuller sound. You'll have drops from your favorite pro wrestlers and pro wrestling talent like Vince McMahon and The Rock. And it'll be funny. It'll accentuate the show. But we can't get all those at once. It's hard to do this, to to come up with an episode a day, every day, to get it posted. There's a lot of infrastructure problems and, and just difficulties and wrangling that goes into this. If you wonder why everybody doesn't have a podcast... And if you wonder why so many fail, it's difficult. And you don't see how difficult it is till you get down deep into this. But I've come up with a schedule. There's a lot of things we're going to try to do to make this a better podcast than it currently is. Now, since we're comparing and contrasting, I can tell you that is not everybody's goal. And I, I took a long break after the first four or five episodes of this thing because I felt like I needed to learn what people wanted out of a pro wrestling podcast. And so I was able to listen to three years, four years of a podcast and to see how they change over time. Let me tell you guys something. Not everybody is planning for the future of their podcast to make it a better program, to make it more fluid, to get people more invested, to make it more entertaining, to improve it. Some people aren't interested at all in that. Tony Schiavone had a deal where if you bought a t-shirt from him, he was going to call you. Yeah, Tony Schiavone stopped making calls a long time ago. And there are a lot of people who got He got these things as gifts, a gift from a loved one. And it's supposed to come with a call from the guy they grew up listening to call pro wrestling. And it's going to be Tony Schiavone. You grew up listening to him. He's going to call you on the phone. And for 18 months, they're told, Tony Schiavone's going to call. Don't change your number. Be ready. You know how disappointing that must be? For what? Because you don't want to invest in your podcast anymore? Yeah, that's not going to happen here. You know, I'd said earlier in this podcast, I was going to go ahead and shoot on some of these podcasts I listen to. And, you know, that's kind of what this is. It's a pro wrestling shoot. So I'm just going to say it. I'm going to give you a specific. And I've tried not to bury anybody with absolute specifics here. These what culture guys I'm talking about. Uh, the Impact Turning Point review episode from last week. The guy who did the episode on Sunday morning, I could tell listening to his review, he did not watch Impact Turning Point. So listen... I am never going to give you the review of a show that I haven't watched. And when I give you an in-depth review, it's an in-depth review. I'm not going to read Dave Meltzer's notes off of the newsletter and the dirt sheet. Okay? I'm going to watch these pay-per-views. I'm going to watch these AEW darks and these Ring of Honor TV tapings. I'm going to listen to Tony Schiavone talk about a WCW program from 1988 and about a Dusty Rhodes interview in-depth when he's been talking for eight hours because they're trying to film three of these at a time. I'm going to put the time in to to absorb this content and take notes on it and then bring you reviews of it. Other podcasts aren't going to do that. 
And if what culture has a problem, you can email me at apw100podcast at gmail.com because seriously, I know for a fact that the one guy that woke up that morning to go ahead and do the podcast out of the five of those guys did not watch Impact Turning Point. You can go listen for yourself and you can watch Turning Point and you can see he didn't watch Turning Point. Moving on, we're about done here. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's listening. I want to let you know that I have a commitment to do 100 episodes and uh, one more year of this. So uh, whatever comes first, 100 episodes or one year, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I enjoy pro wrestling, and I wanted a chance to say, hey, I brought my version of pro wrestling broadcasting to the world, and either they they liked it or they didn't. But this is about uh, fulfilling something in me that I feel like I need to bring this, and I hope somebody enjoys it. And I hope that if you've only got 10 or 15 minutes every couple days to kind of fill in the blanks in the pro wrestling universe and you're tired of being lied to and you're tired of wasting time downloading something to hear 20 minutes of ads and a bunch of rumors that are never substantiated, uh, come here because I'm not going to give you that. I would rather say I don't know than lie to somebody. And, you know, that's called journalistic integrity. I would rather speculate about how we don't know the answer to something than lie to you and say that I do. So if you get something here from this podcast and you want to say, I've got a piece of inside information, this feels inside. If you get it from this podcast, you can bank on it. Put your word behind it. Put my name behind it. Put this podcast reputation behind it. Tell your friends about it. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe where you listen. We, in the last two weeks, have added about 10 distribution channels. We're going to eventually have uh, special segments on action figures on occasion, and we're going to post some action figure videos with special segment podcasts to YouTube. We're not going to do every episode because, quite frankly, nobody goes back and listens to a SmackDown recap or a Ring of Honor recap three months later. But for special segments like this one, we'll accompany some action figure photography. We'll put them on YouTube. We have an All Pro Wrestling 100 YouTube channel already there. Been there for a year. Pinecast is our primary host. Pinecast has a tip jar if you want to donate to this podcast. Please do. This is All Pro Wrestling. This is only pro wrestling. Thanks for listening.